Hello and welcome to this session of the Short Stay Virtual Summit for May 2021. It is my great pleasure to be able to welcome Alana Schroeder from The Distinguished Guest. Alana, welcome. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me today. It's great to welcome you. Thanks for being here. Now, as I said to Alana before we started recording, I've been following Alana for quite some time, like multiple years, and this is the first time we've spoken. Um, so it's really, really lovely to, to welcome you along and get to, to meet you for the first time. But so let's find out a little bit about you. Tell us about your background and a bit of an overview of the distinguished guest. How did you get going? Great, thank you so much. It's, it's an honor to be here and um, way overdue. So thank you so much for having me. I know we've talked about it for years. Oh um, my goodness. <laughs> the timing just never worked out. I know, I know. <laughs> so a little bit about me. I actually started my career in commercial real estate. So I was a commercial real estate asset manager for 15 years in San Francisco. Um, and I worked for a large institutional investor um, and then worked for a company called Cushman and Wakefield. I know you guys have them over in England um, and then did investment sales. And then from there, I worked for a small owner operator where we would buy properties, large commercial office and um, R&D buildings in Silicon Valley, rehab them and then uh -huh. flip them and sell them. So oh, that cool. is how I started my commercial or my real estate background really. Um, and then about 10 years ago, I ended up leaving my job uh, to be a stay at home mom. And at that point I knew I had to start renting out my second home in Lake Tahoe. So I, um, uh, it was a pretty easy transition for me cause I had that commercial real estate background. So yes. it was something that came pretty natural to me. The one thing that was new to me was the hospitality side of it, which right. people don't really talk about a lot, right? So it's like, on one hand, you're running a commercial property. On the other hand, you are, have this second business, which is hospitality and nurturing guests. Yes. So I really had to learn that pretty quickly. And luckily, I was pretty good at it. So um, I was able to get up to speed pretty quickly. Um, and then I started the Distinguished Guest. And it originally was a host shop, the first host shop for vacation rental owners. So I was Ooh. selling commercial sheets, towels, toiletries, things like that. So I would source the best product with the best value. And then I was selling those. Long story short, fast forward from 2012 to 2021. And I've kind of transitioned from an actual retail seller, which was a lot of work yeah. uh, to now just a blogger and then um, sharing good information, running my Facebook group. And now I'm starting a course for beginning vacation rental owners where I am combining my commercial real estate experience with my 10 years of vacation rental experience and providing them a really good roadmap for really what is the first year of their journey as a vacation rental owner. And at that point, that's where they would find you, Elaine, because then you <laughs> take them and do all these amazing book direct things with them. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, it is really that first year, isn't it? Where there is so many moving parts that it's really this massive uphill learning curve. And then after the first year, you're a bit like, oh, okay, kind of feel like I know where I'm going now. So that is 
brilliant that, that some that people have got that support to to go to and i know that one of your goals is to really help guests as part of the distinguished guests to to understand how to provide that quality stay the consistent experience for guests what new or additional areas have you found you're really having to share information on now to educate in in recent months these changes due to the landscape that we find ourselves in what are the latest things people are needing help on yeah so it's interesting so i think it's like two two kind of different things um one i feel like and i I'm in touch with it, as are you, with the Facebook group, right? So you're getting questions and fielding questions every day. Um, So a lot of what I see from new owners is um, rather than focusing on where they are right now, which is being new to the business and really trying to understand it, they're consuming so much information and, oh, well, how do I book direct? How do I do this? And it just becomes like so incredibly overwhelming. Then you just have no clear path on which to focus because you're like squirrel like you know whatever is kind of coming down your path you're trying to do so that's one thing that um you know working with owners to kind of bring it back and say okay let's take a step back what are the next like five you know small steps you need to to take to get to where you need to be um so i think that that's one thing that um i see a lot in the group um, it's not necessarily pointed out, but just from like a 50,000 foot yes. level, that's what I'm seeing. Um, so I would love to get people more focused on like the task at hand and it's not always stuff that they want to do, right? Like, <laughs> no, every, every role in life, hey, <laughs> some tasks they've just got to get done, even if you don't really like it. I totally Ex- hear that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I think just in general, the business is getting more competitive. And I think that we're starting to see a lot of people with dollar signs in their eyes and they sometimes underestimate what needs to go into a vacation rental. And I still see a lot of that. I see a lot of that as I'm scrolling through properties, looking for places to stay for my own vacations. And I see a lot of people leaving a lot of money on the table. Yeah. And with just some small tweaks, um, and kind of getting out of your own head and saying, hey, you know, I'm not going to decorate this necessarily to my liking. I need to think of my end customer and my guests, and I'm going to design it to their liking, right? So things as simple as just changing your mindset. Um, and then, you know, of course, the hospitality aspect follows, yes. um, you know, good photography and things like that. A, a lot of these things go underestimated. And I know that those are things you see every day, too. Yeah, quite. Yeah, I, that's really interesting to see your, your perspective on that and, and what, you're, what you are seeing, because things have changed a lot. And I think that's a really good point about the, the competitive side of things. And the fact that many people come into it not quite knowing exactly what's involved because it, it, it is a lot when you first get going. Um, but once you get into the swing of it, then you know what you're doing and you can provide that consistent experience. So, yes, I hear you on that most definitely. So how would you advise somebody brand new to short term rentals to get started right now in today's market? Yeah, so that's actually a really good question. Um, I mean, the first thing I always say is to really understand the market and know the regulations, right? I think that that 
um, is one of the most important things. And I've had a few people reach out to me lately and say, I got into this, you know, transition my second home to a short-term rental. I'm not sure it's legal here. I'm like, yes. okay, well, let's, you know, take a step back and go through, um, you know, like all the documents and, you know, the city permits and things like that and try and really fully understand this. Um, so going into it with your eyes open, um, hiring an agent that is familiar with short-term rentals, especially if you're in an area where um, they're quite popular, that should be a fairly easy thing to do. Um, but really, I think it's just, um, you know, understanding the market, getting a good agent, underwriting your property. So many people don't spend the time doing the numbers. Um, and I think that that is a huge part of it too. And maybe yes. that's just that they don't know how to do that or how to find that information. But it's not hard. It's all out there. And it's free. I mean, you're going to have to make some assumptions and do some guesswork. Yes. Um, but for the, for the most part, you're, you're able to get, gather enough data on your own to make an educated decision on whether or not to move forward. So I think that that's important. Know why you're doing it, right? Are you an investor who wants to buy one property and grow that to an empire? Or are you buying a second home? So maybe the, the, that number crunching isn't that much of, of a big deal to you because you know you're going to use it part of the year or whatever it is. And you're just going to cover a few of your costs by renting yeah. it out. So, so I think that, you know, um, asking a lot of questions, knowing the right questions to ask is really uh, important. And then once you, you get your place, it's just going down the process of the things that we talked about, which is um, setting it up, knowing who your customer is, uh, marketing towards them, and really having a good understanding of that. And a nice, simple, clean place. I mean, I always say, like, build a better mousetrap than your neighbor, right? Because that really does equate to more rental dollars. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good and memorable way of really making that point. Thank you for that. Really, really good. And that leads me really nicely onto my next question. It is that somebody is new. Where would you suggest they get started with marketing that property? Where should they get going first of all? Well, I know that this isn't going to be a popular answer with <laughs> with you, but I would say that when you're getting started, you want to make good use of the OTN. So you want to list on VRBO and Airbnb. Now I'm from the US, so yep. those are the two major brands here. I'm not sure um, what it's like in the UK um, in terms of the best OTAs to use there. Uh, maybe you can tell us that. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I agree with you for the for the VRBO, although I would put that down at, say, fourth, possibly fifth over here. Agree with you 100% on Airbnb. And then our other biggest uh, provider over here that covers every type of rental, we're not talking about niching down, is uh, booking.com. Okay. So I, I absolutely agree with you with with the getting started i'm not i'm not totally against um the otas at all i just think that people shouldn't put everything in one basket be 100 percent reliant on somebody else for their their bookings but that's further down the line to to where we are right now and so so yes great point definitely start with the otas <laughs> you let's hand back to you yeah, so I would definitely just focus on those two right now because those two uh, large um, booking engines are going to get you bookings. 
And in the meantime, you're gonna be honing your craft, right? Yes. So um, hopefully you'll have your place set up. Maybe you've taken your own photos for now because they're like good enough to get started. Um, but you're gonna list it, you're gonna start taking some bookings. And then while things are just going at your property, you're going to kind of tweak the things you need to tweak, um, add any more furniture, um, you know, make your communication more, more robust, add in, you know, little signs in your house because guests keep asking the same questions, right? Yeah. So like over this like six month, three month, one year period of time, whatever it is for you, depending on how quickly you work, you know, you're going to use these OTAs to your advantage so that you can have a quick start in the market and start getting bookings. And so as you're honing your craft, your vacation rental craft, getting the right insurance in place and safety in place, then when you're more comfortable and you're at a more stable place, I think that's when you're going to start going to a more uh, book direct mindset. But that's not something I don't think you should do at the beginning because it's too overwhelming. Yeah, there's so much to think about right at the beginning that, that just adding that extra <laughs> level of having to think about everything uh, in. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Overwhelming. And it can actually take away from what it is you're trying to do because you're not so focused on improving those day to day things that have to be done the guest experience, the, the smoothness of booking, the, the flow of the stay, the, the check-in, the check-out, the, the, what you provide. So yeah, 100% see where you're coming from there, definitely. I think you've offered some amazing advice. Thank you. I think it's really going to help listeners who are brand new to really know what's, you know, where to, to really start. And it's something that, that has, well, it's always been very very important is trust and safety but of course now it's even even more so and I would say continuing moving forwards would you say that communicating that safety the cleanliness protocols to potential guests is, is going to be key uh, to getting bookings moving forwards um I think it depends um I think that if you were getting really great amazing five-star reviews for cleanliness and things like that before COVID um I think you have less to worry about I think um, your reviews say it all in that regard. Um, if you've had trouble in that regard, then that's definitely something obviously you're going to want to revise when it comes to your protocol. And then um, you're going to want to let people know because if they're seeing negative reviews about that sort of stuff, then you are going to want to up your game there. Um, like for my place, I have a vacation rental in Princeville, Hawaii. So I get that's a ton awesome. of great reviews. Um, and they all comment on my cleaning. So oh, amazing. I really, yeah, haven't taken any sort of extra steps. Um, like when it comes to marketing our new COVID protocols, mm -hmm. um, I could. But, you know, for me, it's just kind of like business as usual because we already provide such a clean environment. But I really think, um, I'm just going to touch on this, when it comes to stress and safety, cleanliness really is a huge part of that. And um, if you are not getting consistent, positive, five-star reviews when it comes to cleaning, um, they're not complimenting you on that. There's a problem and it needs to be addressed. And that is something that, you know, if your cleaners aren't getting things done the way they need to, that's a second conversation, possibly a third, possibly looking for a new 
cleaning company to help you out. So I think that's a huge part of the trust and safety. So yeah, I guess my answer is it depends. Um, safety, I've become a huge proponent of. Um, you know, in my commercial days, we were large institutions, we had deep pockets. So that's something that people really focused on. Um, yeah. What I've noticed over my 10 years in the industry, up until recently, nobody's talked about safety right. and having safe vacation rentals. And um, it is one of the most underestimated and parts of our industry. We should be talking about it as the number one thing, not, you know, design and all the fun stuff we like to do. We need to make sure yeah. that we have our safety protocols in place first. Um, so, you know, anybody who's watching this, the number one thing you guys should be doing is um, finding Justin Ford, talking to him and getting yes. your safety protocols in place. I am excited to say that Justin is also doing a session with me for the Short Stay Virtual Summit. So when you've finished watching Alana's session with me right now, definitely head on to Justin's session. And uh, he, yeah, he is all about the safety. So it's going to be an amazing and 100% needed <laughs> session. So definitely thank you for, for shouting him out, Alana, most definitely. Now, as well as the safety and the trust and making sure that everything runs smoothly it's not just from our side of things that that's so so important it's to make sure there's an amazing guest experience as well and that's of course has got to be an integral to the success of our short-term rental businesses tell us how you deliver an amazing memorable experience for your guests and what would you say is the key ingredient in your opinion or ingredients <laughs> Yeah, I think um, for me, that's a pretty easy answer. I just break it down to communication, right? Um, treating everybody like they're a part of your family and giving them the information you need and like holding their hand, yeah. um, coddling them in a way and, you know, making sure that you've thought of all the needs that they have before they even get there. And I'm not talking like gift baskets. I don't do gift baskets. I'm in the tropics. Like I can't leave food at my house out. There'll be bugs everywhere. <laughs> um, but, you know, providing a clean place to stay. I mean, beyond clean, sparkling, um, great guest communication. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, use autoresponders and I think they're great. I use them too, but I make them so they don't feel like autoresponders, right? So it feels yes. like that I'm kind of um, reaching out to the guests every time. Hey, just checking in to see how you're doing. Creating a workflow that really has certain touch points at certain times, right? Like I check in with every single guest the next morning. I do that because a lot of my guests get into Hawaii late because the, just the way the um, air traffic is there mm -hmm. so they easily land and then sometimes they're not checking in until eight o'clock and that's 11 o'clock my time and I'm usually in bed but you know I mean at eight o'clock like do they really they needed something they can reach out to me yeah so um I touch have a touch point in the morning when they wake up they'll get um, an email from me hey I just wanted to check in to make sure you know you're doing great you have everything you need um and that also serves as a opportunity for them to give me any feedback on my property, right? And if they say, oh, we're having a great time. Thank you so much for everything. I feel really great because one, I know that they're having a good time. Two, I know that, well, I have it in a rating now that if they 
had a problem, they would have stated it there. If they didn't, like, they can't really come back to me later on and say, you know, everything wasn't perfect. Yeah, right. Um, and so, so, you know, I, I had a touch point then, and then along their stay, I try not to bother them too much, but then just, you know, reach out. Or, or if they do get in early and they'll text me and be like, oh my gosh, like, so amazing. We're so happy to be here. And I know they have kids. I'll be like, don't forget, you know, send them to the closet by the twin bedroom. There's tons of toys in there. And they're just like, oh my gosh, they already found it. They're so happy, you know? So I kind of know my guests, you know, because I know the profile of usually it's just younger families. Um, so I'm able to provide little touches and things like that that really, really kind of add to that guest experience. And Usually it's like they're just not getting these sorts of things or amenities or, um, I mean, or even communication from other Yeah, folks. that personal touch. Yeah, and it's just not hard to separate yourself from the competition because a lot of the competition isn't, <laughs> isn't doing yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a really good point. And you started with by saying how important the communication is, and that's um, it's that nurturing, loving communication, and like you say, almost coddling. It's but it's 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 even more than that, isn't it? It's it's meeting their needs and making sure they're happy, and and being a friend, somebody that they can they know that they can rely on you being at the end of the the email. They know that they're in safe hands, and you prove that uh, all the way through. And I'll give you just a perfect example of this. Yeah. Um, this is not an autoresponder, but last week I was online just trying to understand what's going on in my area because we have a um, shortage on car rentals there right now. So the, uh, in Hawaii, they had to sell like 30% of their fleet right? Um, because there were just no guests for a year. We were shut down for a year. So now there's a huge shortage of cars. They are going for like $1,200 a week. I mean, and more. Ontario, people are renting their cars out for $600 a day. I mean, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I'm going there in a couple of weeks to just get my place ready for uh, short-term rental again, because I long-term rented it during closure. And I'm like, okay, there's like lines of a hundred people at the car rental place. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get like whatever fast track for Alamo or whatever it is someone in this Facebook thread had said, hey, you know, there was like 100 people in line for the regular one, but I was fast tracked. So I was like one of two people and I was in and out of there in 15 minutes. So, you know, I messaged my guest who's coming in next. I was like, hot tip, you know, like this may or may not work, but in an abundance of caution, like here's what I recommend you do. Right. And so either way, they're going to be happy. But if I save them three hours. Oh my gosh. Yes. Especially three hours queuing. <laughs> yes, exactly. After like a six hour plane flight. I mean, that's the sort of tough yeah. stuff I'm talking about. Really anticipating their needs, staying on top of what's happening in your area, because I can guarantee you no other owners are doing that for their guests. And that to me right there is like, somebody did that to me and saved me all that time I would just be like wow thank you yeah most definitely I think you've put that absolutely brilliantly thank you and it's it's been really super interesting to to speak to you because a lot of people I speak to are talking from a a very broad and large portfolio perspective where really you're getting right back to the guest care 
and that one-on-one. -on -one. And I really think that that is hugely, hugely important. It makes you stand out moving forwards. Like you say, not everybody's doing this. They're just not. So what would you be your final words of advice for, for anybody wanting to thrive right now, this new landscape moving forwards? Oh my gosh. Well, I would just say stay on course, right? And do the things that you need to do and do it in order. Don't get too distracted by all these other things. Focus on some things that are going to save you time. Um, you know, um, if you are new, don't worry about the book direct aspect of it. Just know that that will be there six months down the road when you're ready. Yeah. Um, so now you can just focus on really getting your business in order because once your business is in order, and your hospitality is down and your communication, that's all scalable, right? So like maybe you're talking to all these large management companies, but sometimes mm. they also need to bring it back down and say, yeah. okay, like, let me think about where we are today. Where are things today? What's the world look like today? How can I help my guests, right? Then they could take that information and create autoresponders out of it. But if you're new, take your time. You know, have a few play people at your place and then take a step back and say, okay, how did that go? What do I need to do differently? Okay, what do I need to have in place? Um, and it's hard to find all of that information in one place. And I know the Facebook groups are, are good for that, but really at the end of the day, it's, are you asking the right questions? Yeah. And if you don't know what you don't know, it's hard to ask. The right questions right and so um so anyways i would say you know educate yourself and um and really try and find a roadmap of the process they're out there um and i think that that if you're able to do that and focus on that then i think over the long run you will be a very successful vacation rental owner yeah really really good advice thank you and just as a final question, it, it can be a bit of a tricky question, but where do you think the future of our industry is headed? That is a good, good question. Um, I think that, I, I think it's, you know, people are starting to veer more towards short-term rentals. I think people are getting more comfortable with that. I think we're going to see longer stays. Um, because people are going to have the flexibility to move around more, although people are starting to go back to work. Um, and then I think that the people with small families are kind of stuck at home and not, not going to be able to be traveling around as much as they have been um, because school is back in session again. Um, but I do see, you know, um, the opportunity for more longer term stays. Uh, whether or not I think that that's the right thing to do, um, I wouldn't do it because it's too much of a discount. People want discounted stays, and I'm not open to doing that. Yeah. Um, but I really think that what's going to happen is you're going to find that um, guests are, and I'm seeing this already, right? And I, I said this before, you build a better mousetrap and your place is just going to be so much more valuable. And what does that mean? And that's a whole other like two hour conversation for you and I to go down that rabbit hole. But um, I can tell you in Hawaii right now, um, you know, last year at this time when I was maybe getting 350, 325, 325 and 350 a night is the high. I'm getting more around $400 a night. 
Yeah. Um, but my neighbors in my complex are all still hovering around the, you know, 275 a night range. And that really just comes down to how I run and operate my property. That's um, so but- cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Because you, like you say, you're the one that stands out. Yeah. So I'm, you know, there's, there's 68 units in my complex and there's myself and another owner who have paid attention um, and who are just have built a better mousetrap than the rest of them. And I'm not nervous when my place is still vacant 30 days out because I know that I have something that people really want. Yeah. That's so cool. I absolutely love it. And what a great note to end on. Thank you so much, Alana, for coming to chat to me. It's genuinely been brilliant to to learn about your ethos and how you're helping people get started and really protecting our industry moving forward too, because people that get off on the right foot, not only do they make themselves a better business, better experience for the guests, but it really does reflect our industry and make sure that people want to refer it on and recommend it. So that is huge. Thank you for what you do there. Oh, so, thank you. No, my pleasure. So before we go, let us know how people can get in touch and find out more about you, find out about your course that supports newbies to the industry. Tell us how they can get in touch and find you. Great. Okay. Yeah. So um, just over the years, I recognized that there is not a specific course for new vacation rentalists. So I actually spent a majority of the pandemic building a course. Um, This is not a book direct course. This is strictly focusing on your, you know, first six months to one year as a vacation rental owner. And it really does give you that roadmap of all the things that are so important when it comes to operating a property, especially if you're not familiar with doing that. Anything that you need to provide for your rental, we cover that. We cover the most, you know, the insurance providers and what sort of insurance you need in place. Safety, accessibility, inclusivity, um, reviews, anything you can think of that you would have to figure out your first year of renting, we're gonna fast forward you. So with all the information in the course, there's 20 modules, you should be able to kind of speed up that process really. So you guys can find me at thedistinguishedguest.com. There's a drop down on the menu for the courses. So you guys can check that out. Um, I'm actually launching it on the 24th of May. So I don't know if- um, Yeah, it'll have just launched when people are watching this. So that's perfect. Great. So I'm actually selling the first hundred spots um, for hundred dollars each. Otherwise, it's going to be two ninety seven. So that's incentive if anybody's interested to to um, access it as soon as possible. And then um, we have a Facebook group and office hours, so that's really fun. So we'll be able to answer questions directly that owners have. And then you guys can check out the blog. That's really great. Um, The Facebook group, new to short-term rentals, Airbnb and hosting. Elaine is there too. I'm in there, it's a great group. Amazing people in there, really, really helpful, supportive community. Yeah, exactly. So it's a great place to ask questions for newbies. Um, so yeah, just really trying to help people, um, you know, take their business to the next level. So great stuff. 
once more huge huge thanks for coming on today i know it's been a hugely valuable session for 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 listeners watchers today and i hope to get to meet you sometime in the not too distant future let's keep in touch thanks alana thank you so much for having me cheers bye for now bye bye